Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. a little movie called Police Academy. Police Academy. Every time I every time I say it, I want to just yell it out. Police Academy. Um, you know, it's been some time since I've seen any movie with the combination of the words "police" and "academy" in it. <laughs> uh, but before we go into that, Jimmy, do you have a synopsis of Police Academy? I do. A mayor's decision decision to open up the police academy to all applicants draws a swarm of sad sacks who have no business protecting and serving anything. Starring one Steve Gutenberg, who made him a star. We do. Apparently. <laughs> so Jimmy. this was listed as late night comedy on Amazon. Late night comedy. Yeah. So I'm Which thinking. Funny. Here's what here's what's funny about Police Academy and a lot of and a couple other movies um, as well. They turned Police Academy into a children's show. This was a... this. There was a Police Academy cartoon along with a Conan cartoon. Remember the Conan cartoon? No. There was a Conan the Barbarian cartoon <laughs> and a Toxic Avenger cartoon. I do remember the Toxic Avenger cartoon. They were all on 13 and, and they're all on around the same time. So the... Wait, let's go back to the Conan really quick. So the Conan cartoon, does he talk about how he loves the lamentation of the women? Probably not. I didn't watch it too much. I wasn't into it. Fantasy. I wasn't into it. Okay, I was waiting to fantasy, so I'm shocked I had no idea. But so there was a Steve Gutenberg cartoon. There was a Goot cartoon, and they didn't even get everybody. Well, they didn't even get everybody from the movie. Obviously, they had. uh, They did not have Michael Winslow. They had someone replacing Michael Winslow, which I don't get because Michael Winslow is the only person you should do Michael Winslow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could literally just. Play sound effects and make it sound like he's yeah, doing but it. but why not get that's him? Cheap, yeah, <laughs> that's cheap. That's Jimmy. bullshit, Jimmy. I think Michael. I think Michael Winslow was riding that pussy train. That's why. How do you do a cartoon? Now my thing is, but here's what happens: it does the same thing that Conan does. The movies after that become way more kid friendly. They're PG. Okay. Well, they're not. I'm not gonna say way more kid friendly, but they're they're not rated R. Right. Um. So, and we'll get to that with some of the jokes in this movie. I don't know what you're talking about. Jokes? <laughs> okay, so, I do know some stuff about this movie. Okay, what do you know? So, <clears throat> my first impression of this movie, I've watched it a total of four times. You watched it Hold four on. times? Hold on. Shut your mouth. <laughs> so Why did you try to go to the sequel? Hold on. Or did you? I didn't. Okay. So, what, I, what it happened was, I watched the first time, I walked away from it. Oh, you made one. You I made four attempts. You made four attempts. I made four you didn't attempts. watched it through four times. I watched it through once. I made okay. four attempts. Okay. Oh man. Uh, How far did you get the first time? Uh, the first time I got uh, to to the police academy. <laughs> the police academy. Um, no, maybe like 15, 20 minutes in. I'm like, uh, so the police academy, said, like literally, yeah. like the police. And I said, academy. you know what? Maybe now's not the time for me to watch it. I'll come back later. <laughs> and I like, I was like, should I start where I left off? I'm like, I'm like 15 minutes in. Just start from the beginning. I'm like, 20 minutes later, I was like, wow. I'll be back. I'm and <laughs> it just it kept happening. And then like I just I couldn't deal with it. But I finally got through the whole movie. I like the movie. You like this? I like it. I don't love it. There's a lot of things that I hate about it. There's a oh, uh, there's, there's a shit ton I hate about it. There's a lot I don't like about it. I didn't realize how racist. Well, yeah, that you don't know how this and, one is and homophobic. You know, the the other ones aren't as bad. Like okay. they're nowhere near as bad as this one because I watch four and five a lot. Four. Okay. Is uh, okay. So there's. Let, let's go over the the sequels real quick. 
Okay. okay. So there's Police Academy. Yeah, this one. Then there is um, Police Academy 2. <laughs> Clever name. Clever. No, uh, the first assignment. <laughs> okay. And then there's 3, which is like back in training. And they go back to the Police Academy. Oh, they fucked up big. Then there's 4, Police Academy Citizens on Patrol. And that has David Spade in it as a skateboarder. Oh, and Tony what? Hawk does his stunts. Then there is five. That's why I was on TV. That's the one that I used to watch all the time. Yeah. Then, oh, actually, five is the one I used to watch all the time. Now, at five, when five happens, I'm shocked with all these numbers. Gutenberg is out at five. Oh, uh, that's garbage. And somebody else comes in that's supposed to be you, and they're in Miami Beach. Okay. Now, the one thing I remember about five is that is Lieutenant Harris is on the beach, and he's sun tanning and, and all this, right? Uh-huh. And the, the Mahoney of this movie comes up and gets um, Suntown. Do sun, they call sun, him Mahoney? No. Or do they, they just they, write him out? Mahoney's like, he's still there, but he's just not there. Like he's Oh, uh, he's like, he's just like basically like Fast and the Furious. You know what? You know why he like, can do it? He was making three men and a baby or a little lady. Making all those three men movies. And that's why he can go to Police Academy 5. He um, gets Sunblock and on his, on Lieutenant Harris's chest writes dork, <laughs> and he doesn't know why people are laughing at him because uh, it's sunburned. Like he falls asleep and it's sunburned. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it says dork across his chest. It's funny, actually. And then there's six, um, which I don't know if that's the Russia one or not. There is one where Police Academy goes to Russia, and there's seven. Six or seven, they go to Russia, and then I'm not When sure. they go to Russia, are they wearing like policemen's jackets but made of the American flag? I don't remember. Like I said, I don't even remember. I don't even think I saw seven. I saw six. I remember. Fuck, dude. I remember being okay. I remember being. Talk about like, beating a dead horse, man! Like I remember. Oh, we're not done. <laughs> I remember being like ten, and Albertsons used to have all those videos that you can rent. Oh yeah, like the and they had the, like, the, oh, no, the actual oh, rental had place. The rental yeah, place yeah, yeah. Like, right next to the the store. Yeah. And um, they had Police Academy 6, and I'm like, oh my god, Mom, Police Academy 6! <laughs> and so she rented Police Academy 6 for me, and that was about where I drew the line, uh. Uh, right? But apparently, there's a TV show that came out in 2008. Whoa. And like I said, there's a cartoon. That, the cartoon takes place between 3 and 4. Oh, okay. Well, I know that there is a knockoff of... Police Academy called Recruits, and it's the same beat for beat what this move, the, this one, Police Academy, it's about. Where like they go and like they are like new police recruits, and they're still trying to do that like late night kind of like sleazy comedy, but not really. Well, let's let's get into this. Let's let's start into the meat oh, of this story. So the the moment where I was like, yeah, I like this movie, was the riot. Once the riot starts, I was in. I was like, I love this movie. That's where you. That's so. It took you like and <laughs> just police, most of the movie. just anarchy and police violence. This movie only exists because of the movie, the right stuff. Uh, this movie is almost beat for beat stripes. Oh yeah, that's why I think that's why it started to irritate me because I was just seeing the same shit that irritated it's me. It's almost beat for beat stripes. Yeah, I mean I mean, just take out army training and put it. And police. I think, but I think yeah. what happened because I think they came stripes and this came out around the same time. Oh, did it? But I, what I think happens though, if you if you think about it, I think that Martin character was supposed to be like the Harold Ramis to Goot. Oh, because okay. look at the way that's set up. Yeah, and like. What happens, like... Well, I'm why, sorry, why, Martin? Martin, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, Martin. The movie is set up the exact same way, but then I think Stripes comes out while they're making this movie, uh-huh. and they fucking chop that shit up a bit. Because uh, look at okay. how, I mean... It's yeah, because it's very... Yeah. It's almost beat for beat Stripes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So I do know that the director... So he fought to keep this movie very uh, realistic. So he pulled back a lot of the, the slapstick comedy from it. The sleazy jokes that he couldn't just, like, take out of the movie, he tried to artsy it up like a son of a bitch to make okay. it all, like... Well, here, here's what I got. According, okay, yeah. I, I have an article. According to the LA Times, about 20 of the major elements in the movie remain from the original version of the screenplay. Um, when the director and a different writer came in, they turned it into the Lad Company, which was run by Alan Ladd, who was head of Fox before this. I don't know if he still was. 
but it was it was rejected and almost shelved. Um, only when they put it back in a dozen of the gags that they did, like when they made it dirty, mm-hmm. that's when they got the go ahead to do the movie. Oh, okay. On top of that, um, they said that you can carry, uh, you know, you, you can, that you can carry gross rude, uh, grossness, rudeness, and crudeness just so far before the audience finds it terribly repetitive and not so funny. So after the success, of the I'm sorry, enormous success of Police Academy, this one, this one, this Jeez. movie was a success. There's seven fucking movies, dude. Uh, yeah, but... I no longer believe that you have to show the female breasts or make the cool, the cruel ethnic joke, not to mention the rampant sexism. And you don't have to reproduce the sounds that overfed body makes. Dick and fart jokes. Yeah. Which I guess explains the rest of the series. The director thought that the original feedback on the film, says that the original feedback on the film was that it was not gross enough. They literally asked, what are you trying to do? Make a damned tootsie? Said one executive. Okay. Right? They're saying it doesn't fit the formula. It needs more flatulence, more slobbishness, and more TNA, said a different executive. I want to see this formula. I want to see this TNA situation. I, I want to see this formula. Everything. I want to <laughs> see this formula. Like, what was the formula they based it on? So now, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like, what movie started that formula? Was it Animal House? I don't know, but like, like based on the formula, I mean, it's the slobs versus the snobs. It's all this thing is kind of it's, it's another Porky's. Animal House is before Porky's. Okay, I'm thinking it would be Animal House. It would be American I mean, Graffiti. Uh, no, there's no, there's no tits in American Graffiti. If there are, they're artfully done. Yeah. <laughs> what would it be? Yeah, maybe. I think Animal House would have to be it. I mean, I'm interested. So in just like the... just just for shits and giggles. You know what? Because you know what? In the eighties, there was a lot of movies where it was like Revenge of the Nerds, perfect. Like, Nerds, yeah, yeah. Say Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. All the, I mean, there's a bunch of. I'm sure there was a shit ton of other ones that we never saw because they just fell by the fucking wayside. Yeah. Like this should have. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's start going into the so, story. Are this you is, more, so, no, 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 no. So um, I'm taking from your just like little comments that you're making that you're not a fan of Police Academy? No. Uh, See, this is my fear when it comes to going back to like movies I love. I didn't... Because I, I love Transylvania 65000. I feel like it's going to be... We could technically do that one because I've never really seen it. <sighs> See, but a big part of me doesn't want to go back. You should. I went back and did this. You know, we'll do it. We'll, we'll put it on the list. We'll, we'll watch it. I think it's on the list somewhere. Is it? Okay. But like, it's one of those where it's like... This is my my fear that I something that I love I realize mm, I've well, outgrown it. That, that's not true with everything because I've uh, stripes Caddyshack all those movies I still like and those yeah. are higher quality. I think it's just because and I've saw them all all these movies around the same time. Yeah, I mean it's not like I did, but also I saw most of these on TV. You know, you know, what, and I, this is what I realized watching this is I saw the original Police Academy on Channel Thirteen, so I saw it cut out. I didn't see half of these jokes, probably. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And if I did, I wouldn't have gotten what they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the Police Academy was fucking huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, big enough to make a kid's TV show. They had toys. They were Police Academy toys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. How, too bad that McDonald's didn't, like, cash in on Police Academy. That would have been great, like, they have a Happy Meal box. There is a small chance that they did. Ooh. There is a very small a... chance that they did. I want a Police Academy cartoon t-shirt now. Fuck, that'd be, that'd be dope. It, I'll make oh it. Oh my god. I'll make my own. This uh, movie, growing up. Um, did you see any of these growing up? Anything? Yeah, I'm, I've seen like maybe three or four on TV because like it'd be on TV. I'm like, oh, three or four. but then, I mean, but if you were one of those, always on Channel 13. Like, yeah, these I know. All these like the afternoon movies. Yeah, and that's why I watched it, but I never saw one, so I'm like, oh, am I gonna miss anything? And so like, I didn't really like fully I watch it. I just kind of watch it for a little I'm bit of friends and then I take off. I'm gonna quote a better movie. I wouldn't say you were missing anything, Jimmy. I had friends who watched all the movies, and it was kind of like whatever. And like they would tell me the jokes because we just repeat, hear the jokes, regurgitate them to each other, and just laugh and whatever. But I've never, when it came to racist terms growing up, I've never paid attention to them. Like it never like, well, people, because, because people would say "spig" and like you know like "wet back," and like I would just kind of like I don't give a shit like well, whatever. People because people would say them so casually like it was a fucking right. thing. Right, and so like I didn't, never knew there were like those were like yeah. terms for whatever. But this movie, like it was like this movie, like oh, fuck. It, but, it, like, terms, I, but then I remember like am I hearing like them say certain words? I'm like I remember my neighbor saying that all the time. And then but it was like <laughs> it was like who was I living next to? Because like growing up, 
little kid, I had no idea what a jigaboo was. Nope. And I was just like, and the, the way, like, even when they said it, like, I don't acknowledge it as, like, a, a they slur. Say, they drop it a couple times in this yeah, movie. Yeah, but I don't, I don't acknowledge it as a slur. You know what I mean? So even when, like, because well, uh, that cadet got his t- uh, his feet run over by, what's her name? Yeah, the, the whispery lady. And then Hightower. And Hightower gets mad, cause he, and then, like, he comes over, and then he, like, flips the car. And, like, it took me a second to realize, why is he mad? What's going on? And then I'm like, because he called her a bitch? And then I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, shit. Like, okay. Because, like, it, I don't process those yeah. those terms. And then, like, like yeah, there's just tons of just, like, random slurs in here. I won't say them all, but, like, it's just kind of like, man, like, people were super casual in the yeah, early 80s. Yeah, this movie's a little too casual. So the way this movie starts off was, like, a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Because I even thought, oh, this is going to be too cartoony and too oh, lame. Oh, Tackleberry and the, as the security guard? Yeah, because it starts off with, like, this, like, the words just kind of saying, like, you know, the mayor's decreed, this is what we're going to do. And so Tackleberry's able to go be a cop, and they're like, hey, yeah, hey. But and it, we, get, we get the title of the movie, two lines in. Yeah, but it's, it's an, uh, what is it, just an office building, and then it's raining with that cheap effect rain, yeah. and then it's just that fake rain sound and the lightning. <laughs> And then, like, it's just him walking around in, like, the the building. And I'm like, is he a serial killer? Is that what this is? Like, we're after this murderer who's disguised as a cop? Because that would be a better story. <laughs> but, but nope. nope. Everybody just knows that everyone's going to the police academy. Oh, side note. I also did find out that uh, the director, the writer, the writer for this movie, was in San Francisco driving around. And he kind of drove by the police academy. Older, fatter yeah, recruits yeah. out there. And then he's like, what the fuck? And then so he ended up inquiring and ended up getting the answer that the mayor opened up to let everybody apply so everybody feels like it's a fair chance. But they make it a, a very like strong rule that yeah. they'll try to push him out and weed him out. That's why, this, this is what this movie is based off, on like that, that, that interaction. Yeah. So um, the big joke in this one, though, is that Tackleberry thinks that somebody is robbing the office yeah and he goes and he and he shoots from the hip bam, 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 bam. yeah and they're having a goodbye party for him in the break room that reminded that scene he sees people like sneaking in the background he goes and follows and then like he opens his door shoots and then flicks on the light and they're just all standing there just reminded me of a, a scene that could have been pulled from airplane so my expectations from there on went down considerably thinking all right what <laughs> let's just let's just bring down like the, the humor not that airplane's a bad movie it's just like but airplane has like a certain like kind of like standard of jokes no, I get you, I get you, I get you. and then like but when you stream together it's hilarious but with this it was just kind of very like all right you see that scene the next scene is the big guy i forget the barbara mr Bar- yeah right barbara's his name right barbara Hightower? no the the guy that was in the photo booth and his friends come pick up the the Kodak oh, yeah, shack, Barbara, yeah. And, yeah, throw him into the, into the water, and then he's like, "Just you wait. Everybody knows it. I'm gonna join the police academy, and I'm coming after you." I'm like that's what we watch. It's vengeance from like the public, <laughs> just yeah. coming after everybody. But like everybody joining the police academy was just all for the shittier reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, uh, at this point, I'm like, I have no idea how these like, this slapped, slapstick, the slapstick, and but fucking, then we meet Mahoney. Mahoney. And Mahoney is uh, working as a parking lot attendant, and this guy's kind of a dick. And he's like, actually oh, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, either. where he puts the car on two wheels and, and parks it. No, 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 no. When the guy is like being a dick, and it's the lot's full, and Mahoney comes outside, and Steve Gutenberg is standing there with his curly hair, saying like, "Sorry, lot's full." And the guy's like, "No, like, um, you're gonna park my car, butt breath." He goes, "Butt breath." <laughs> and then like he he goes back to back and forth, and then like he goes, "Is that a wig?" Is that a wig? And the guy's like, no, it's not a wig. He goes, wig! Wig alert! Wig! Like, it just made me laugh. It was, it was, just, so, so it was just so stupid. Bad. It was just so stupid. And then, so he gets in trouble for parking a car yeah. by, on its two wheels in between two cars. You know, I have a problem when it comes to, like, any movie and any, like, scene where, like, either one, I don't believe the probability of it happening, and it t- pulls me right out of the story, or two... I focus on how the camera shots were made way too much because I was watching old Allison Chains videos and I was like, this is stupid. Like, none of the instruments are plugged in. Like, and then I was just. This is, that's random. <laughs> what, what is? Watching old Allison Chains videos? Yeah. 
What do you do on your days off? What do you do during quarantine, Forrest? Right. Yeah, I watch music videos. So Maloney gets arrested. So, okay, here's something I always okay. thought. Here's something I always thought that was bullshit. Um, oh. Because, of the, okay, so remember we'd be in D.A.R.E. and they'd say, like, oh, if any of you ever want to be a police officer, you can't be arrested for anything. Yeah. I always thought that was bullshit because of this movie. Although, <laughs> <I'm all, laughs> Mahoney fucking got arrested. Uh, have you seen a documentary called Police Academy? Because <laughs> I saw this movie, a Police Academy, and I'm pretty sure Mahoney got arrested. Overall, the setup for the movie, it's not bad. Introducing the characters prior to the well, Police Academy, the it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, okay. In terms of of a script, this movie hits the beats it needs to, and it does what it needs to with the characters. All the characters are transformed. Each character is transformed. Yeah. I mean, that, that does that part right. Yeah. I will give you that. Everyone has their hero's, their hero's journey. No, everybody does. Yeah. They do what they do. It's just a shitty movie in between all of that. Yeah, you know what? It's just, I don't know what it is. Like, every one of them does it. Like, every one of them learns their lesson or is transformed somehow. Mahoney becomes more of an upstanding citizen. He's still a little bit of a chucklehead. Yeah. But um, Barbara, you know, he, he does um, he, the, the real quiet one. Yeah, like um, actually, FYI, as I was a kid, I loved her. Like as, and then even as like an adult, when like I start like when I started like dating like random people or whatever, like movie. it was like people that acted the way she she does. Like, I was movie. super like attracted to, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I was like, and then I was watching this movie. I was like, oh, is that the reason why? Because as a kid, I remember just really loving her. And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So um, he gets arrested, and he. Meets Michael Winslow. Yes. Um, who does his awesome sound effects. Yeah. Which people give, like, it's always hit or miss on, like, if that shit's, you know like, if that shit's, that, Michael Winslow is the only thing I like about these movies so, now. So, also, another side note about this movie, um, he was the last man to add on to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the visual to that was amazing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so what happened was, like, there, everything was being put together and this movie was being, like, done. Um, they asked Bruce Willis to be in this movie, but he but he, he declined. What? But he was in, he was in talks for a while. Was then, he going to be Mahoney? Yeah. Bruce then, Willis was going to be Mahoney. Yeah, and then, well, hold on, it gets better. So he ended up just dipping out, and then so the studio was talking to other people. They ended up talking to Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton said, yeah, I'll do it. And then, like, they were in the works. But then he just dipped out last no, I'm minute. Happy, I'm happy Michael Keaton went to, like, I think this would be either Mr. Mom or Johnny Dangerously at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, Sorry, Mr. Yeah. Mom, I think is... It would be Mr. Mom. Because Mr. Mom, would they would have come out about a year-ish apart. Yeah. And then, so... Or months apart. Yeah. So, um, so then they went with Steve Gutenberg. So, which... I don't understand what happened to him. Because he was... Huge. Oh, he was everywhere, dude. and then he just kind of just. Who else was on a pussy train? The fucking Goot was on a pussy train. Oh my gosh! And then especially in this movie, he's constantly walking around with his shirt off every now every chance he gets, which is kind of just like, uh, all right, we get it, we get it. Yeah. But um. Oh, but yeah. So with the uh, the writer, uh, or whatever, somebody in the one of the producers was on at a comedy show and saw Michael Winslow. Yeah, and was like, "We need to get this guy. This guy's hilarious." Only from watching his skit. No, like it's thing. good. Like, and they it's... said like, and so they literally just penciled him in, and then, but I think he works great because like he he makes the transitions he, well, he's so much better, and it, and it makes sense because he's the only one who doesn't transition. Yeah, and he and then, he's just like, oh, I'm in the police academy. Yeah, and then like, but like he's also like the the excuses to get Mahoney out of certain situations when he calls him through the intercom to go. You know what I mean? Like, I want to really like it, but I think the racism's in it is a little too much for me. So well then. Um, the other person that's in here is Kim Cattrall. Barely. Yeah, but because well, they just needed someone. Yeah. I think, this, I think this movie came out before Big Trouble in Little China. She's in the movie maybe a total of like 15 10 minutes. minutes? 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so they get there. Um, they're all lined up. Mahoney kind of proves out on Kim Cattrall a bit. Yeah. I like how he does it. The, cause that's it's something a, you would do. Because it's a very uh, kind of like, oh, let me take an opportunity. And he goes up and be like, eyes forward. You know, like, cadet, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what's your name? You know, height, whatever. He's like, your thighs, let's see him, let's see him. And then that's when, like... That's uh, when Harris comes up. Yeah, it, like, tells him, like, get back in line. But also, there's nothing like a good dog humping joke followed by a gay joke. <laughs> princess? It doesn't look like a princess to me. Man, there's a, a bunch of gay jokes in here that, like... 
Some of them are funny. Like seriously, Michael, some of them are funny Michael situations, Winslow but it's is kind of... the only redeeming part of this movie. Uh, yeah. So then you meet Sergeant Callahan, who's the the blonde. Oh lady. yeah, she was kind of like Terminator status, you know, very just stoic and not giving a shit, but super hot. Yeah. So. Um, but what I, you know what I think I don't like about this movie is that everyone's fitting into their stereotypical roles. Do you know what well, I mean? It's also nineteen eighty. It's like they're. I don't get like I, I don't know. Even with the uh, Callahan, yeah, she's very she's a very much a prude. But then like, she also wants to get laid. You know what I mean, and then so when she gets uh, Martine alone, mm-hmm. like, then she's allowed to like be sexual. But she doesn't even pop back up into the series until like two or three. No, she's not in two. I think she doesn't pop back up until three. Does this whole cast no. kind of pepper through the whole thing? No. Uh, oh. here's, here's what stays over from That's what I remember: Mahoney. Okay. You got your Michael Winslow. Okay. You got your Tackleberry. Okay. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the quiet the, one. The quiet one. Yeah. Uh, Hightower. Okay. And then you get more people as you go along. Like, um, you get Bobcat halfway through the series. Bobcat's in Bobcat, Gold, Bobcat uh. was like a, well, here's what it is. Is he was like Hooks a punk. He, what? Hooks is her Hooks, name. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Hooks is the, is the quiet girl's name. But partway through, like, Bobcat was like, so what happens is you get Tim Kazarinski in like four throughout the whole movie. Bobcat is fucking with him, and his name is Sweet Chuck. He's fucking with him the whole time. Then at the end of the movie, he's kind of like the squad leader uh-huh. for the new like police academy people coming in. Yeah, and Bobcat's coming in as a cop. Okay. At the end of it, yeah. So he he's in these movies for a bit. Um, this is where I probably the, saw the thing with Bobcat where I saw like, Bobcat for the first time. The thing with Bobcat is that I, as a child, I loved him. I thought he was hilarious but then as adult like i'm like he's he's i feel like he's the label the larry cable guy of our generation no no i don't think he's the larry the cable guy of our generation no i don't believe that he's larry the cable guy he he's the chris titus of our generation no you know who the label larry the cable guy of our generation is gonna be and i'm gonna fucking say it carrot top carrot top's the larry the cable guy of our generation i want to argue with you but you're right. He's he's the worst. Yeah, no. Bob but he was hilarious like, growing up, like with his stupid little. I never like, really thought Carrot Top was funny. Oh, he was like, funny with his like his props and stuff. Like no, no. Oh my god, he was funny. I think I, I, I who I, I, you know why? Because Steve Martin did props better. You know what? True, but the thing about Carrot Top because everything but for but is bullshit. Because it is bullshit. Because the thing about Carrot Top is he had quality jokes. I think it was like, his hair. Carrot Top is funny. He's weird now. With his, like, have you seen him? He looks like uh, She-Hulk. <laughs> so is he going to be She-Hulk in that new TV show? Oh my god, that'd be so good. The thing about Lady Whispers. Oh, anyway, what's her name? Uh, Lady Whispers. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, no, but a lot of people Officer know Hooks. Officer Hooks. <laughs> so she based her voice on when she met Michael Jackson for the first time. So the fact that he came, he had like this like... Yeah, he was always talking like this. Yeah, so her... her that's her Michael Jackson impersonation, by the way. Michael Jackson impersonation. Can we all just get along? <laughs> I don't think he said that. That was, that was, that was King. My bad. <laughs> Lieutenant Harris doesn't make it to two, but he comes back in like three or four. All those people come back. Lieutenant Harris isn't in two, but there's an idiot named Proctor in two who shows up, and he's kind of like the bumbling idiot. Okay. Like he fucks things up, and that's how, like, that's part of how they... Foil the bad guys. Oh, okay. And then in three or four, when Lieutenant Harris comes back, Proctor becomes like his like little bitch, and like his like, and that was okay. the, that was even in the cartoon. Like Proctor was there. So in the beginning of this movie, uh, this is where I thought, okay, because it's keeping with that whole airplane feel of comedy, mm-hmm. where it was like he shoots the his going away. Yeah. Party. Whatever. Oh, Tackleberry's there too. Tackleberry's Tackleberry's throughout the series. As oh, well. okay, cool. The second scene, or one of the scenes where everyone's going to the police academy for the first day, is um, the bumbling idiot who is, like, saying goodbye to his wife, and his wife's like, you better not leave, and he hits her with, like, his briefcase, and then hits her with the door, is he... and then, like, but this is where I think... Um, he kind of gets replaced with Sweet Chuck, that, that type of character. Okay, but this is where I think one of our favorite movies, Hot Fuzz, steals a comedy bit from this movie. What's that? So, do you remember The Wife? Where she was like, I don't want you to leave, and they were having that whole thing, and the husband backs up all crazy and takes off down the street, 
and the wife kind of stands there and she gets mad and she just runs towards the backyard and then she starts hopping fences and like swimming through pools and doing backflips over fences. Staple in eighties movies too. I mean that, that that joke I can okay I'll give you that that as a staple that is something they would do where they're hopping over fences. The wife ends up like jumping and doing all those flips over to the fences and then like he she ends up jumping on the hills like you better not move an inch and then like then it cuts away to what's her face and then her limousine driving to the police academy he's like mother we're gonna we're gonna like i'm gonna interact with people that like aren't like us and then you just see him driving with her on the freeway yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then like once he comes to stop to the police academy she goes flying off of like the car and i'm like damn like that's why i was like okay cool but then that's where those series of like fun sight gags die and then it gets into like this realm of just bullshit because it's all just sexism sexism like crazy and then just like well like the whole the other thing that's weird about this movie is so they have the party right they're gonna go have the party yeah this I is mean, after... there's a, I mean the whole I'm like okay look here's what we skipped Mahoney's a smart ass he gets in trouble he's a smart ass some more he gets in trouble uh, but then hold on hold on Lieutenant Harris is shitty to the other people because they want okay okay I know so so there's like the police commissioner and there's Commandant Lassard, and the police commissioner's like, I don't want these fucking people in here, like you were saying at the beginning. Yeah. And he's all like, you need to do what you can to, to weed them out and get them out as quickly as possible, and that's why they have Lieutenant Harris do all that. What? So, also, just to set it up, because I, you're, I oh, believe it, and but I know, they have and, the... And, 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 and I, know which, I know which joke, I know, I, I know exactly which joke you're going to try to reference, and I know we need to get to that joke, huh. because it makes huh. a point to the end of the movie for me as well. Uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to. But, oh, you know exactly what I'm referring to. <laughs> but, <I'm, laughs> but what I'm saying is that... Um, that Harris actually gets two of the recruits to be his like henchmen, yeah, like, inside the thing too, because that's where I believe this, what you're going to with this party, yes. Yeah, so because so those, those two, two guys are assholes, but well, they're all assholes, yeah, yeah, that are doing that. But also before that, but all this they movie try just, to get um, this movie is a lot deeper than you think, Forrest. Because all it does is just shows how corrupt the police department is. It's as deep as a puddle. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so uh, what it is really so what happens is Harris is like there's gonna be a party this weekend I need you guys to fucking go and, and bust everybody yeah and get everybody out of there so the two guys go to Barbara who's like the nerd who's not gonna get invited anywhere and he's gonna fucking stay at home right because you know? he's doing his homework he's doing his homework show what we do show what we do we care about his homework and the guy grabs his homework and <laughs> throws out the window but there's a screen so it bounces back in the room so those guys are like you need to find out where the party is. <laughs> Barbara goes to Mahoney and goes, "Hey, I know there's a party this weekend, but I, I know I'm not gonna go." But Mahoney, great guy. Mahoney, hey, you're, you're more than yeah, welcome. Like he's well, all willing to just bring him in, like as a like a team. So. Well, he doesn't though because he didn't invite him in the beginning. Yeah, but he was more than happy to have him come along. Yeah, so he tells them, "Oh yeah, it's at this bar." Barbara said, "Like I'm I mean, not, I can't go, but fine. people need to know." Yeah, and then, so that's why, but. Mahoney's very quick to be like, oh, don't worry about it. It's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Blue Oyster. Oyster. Yeah. yeah. What's the name? Oh, no. It's the Happy Clam from uh, Family Guy. Yeah. But it is a blue. It's a clam, yeah. It's a blue clam. Huh. Interesting. A Interesting. Police Academy reference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then they go to the gay bar and the kid, the guys are stuck at the gay bar. Yeah. So, so they're, they're like, kind of go, they go to the gay bar thinking, like, okay, all right. Ready? Let's see. And they walk in, and it's just a leather... It's a leather bar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they, like, trapped him inside. And then, like, next thing you know, like, it just cuts away to, like, the beach party. Yeah. Which, okay, so which beach party? Here's what annoys me about the beach I party. Want, I've always wanted to go to a party like that. Okay, here's what annoys me just about the beach party. Just a saxophonist, just alone, just a wine shirt, just, like, playing just playing some sexy sax. Okay, so there is no arc from Mahoney or Thompson to hook up. It's... He hits on her and is all creepy with her at the beginning of the movie. And she's like, no, stop. Oh, stop. You're mean. And then at the party, she just, they just bang at the beach party. Okay, first off, this is where I'm saying, you probably checked out of this movie a long time ago. No, I didn't. Because if you not. follow this movie from I, beginning I to end, it has heart. It has, just kidding. But no, there's a scene, too, that happens when they're all oh, no, doing no, their exercising. Not, but there's still, but there's still, I know, I know what you're talking about where he like waves to her and they. No, 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 no. That's <coughs> before that. For, this is what I'm saying. Like, there's a part where like they have little moments where they like. They have. But because they're they're, not, they're they're all running around, they're all running around, whatever, and they're doing their exercise, their calisthenics and whatever, and they're training, and then they she's there and he 
says something to her. He says something back. He talks about her thighs, and then she describes him fully. Because obviously she's attracted. But it's like stop, and then it's like stop. But not that scene. No, No, not that scene. That scene, she's very like flirtatious and very like. But the but literally the arc is okay. Here's what the arc is: Mahoney creepily hits on her. She's like stop, and then they bang at a beach party. No, you're missing the part where she was flirting back. There are seven of these movies. Yeah. This is the Fast and the Furious of the 80s. No. Yes. No, this is not, like, it's, it's, yes. it's a Each bad one movie, got... but it's, it's a bad movie. Fast and Furious. No. Movie. No. It's a great movie. Fast and Furious is not. It, it, is. No, it is. You only saw eight. The Fate of the Eight. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're telling me in the eighth... <laughs> if you watched them... Like, if you were to watch the Fast and Furious so movies like you should watch the Dragon Ball Z series from beginning to end, you'd be in love. So you're going to tell me in Police Academy 8... It gets better. They would be driving a nuclear submarine. <laughs> I don't know. They're in Russia. <laughs> Check and make sure. But you know, but like there, there's little moments here and there. Like the movie's oh. a, the movie's a home. This movie's a it's a bad movie. It has funny scenes mm-hmm. in it, but it's not I it's, I, I don't see how this is a classic. I, I don't either. I mean like um with that hooker, we haven't even gotten to Okay, the now yet. now we're at the hooker. Okay, now because, let's get to the hooker. So because so, hold on, hold on. so uh let's cut back to the two uh rats that Harris yeah. has. Um, so, last we see that they're trapped in the gay bar. And then, next thing, we, when it gets back from the party to them, because it jumps back and forth, yeah. now there's, they're dancing with, like, Leatherman. And then it's like, they get dipped by the guys. And then, like, at the very end, they look like they've been dancing all night because they're, like, asleep. One's asleep on some, like, Leather guy's, like, shoulder as they're dancing. The other guy's just looking concerned of what's going on. Yeah. But at this point of the movie, I realize... The soundtrack is actually kind of nice. Did you even listen to the soundtrack? Did you even like? No. Eh, okay. No, no. There's there were other things that are happening that aren't good. <laughs> so, um, now something we learned about '80s movies is that you boobs. can't boobs. There's boobs everywhere. But you can't have an '80s movie without a blowjob joke. Before we get there. Every time I say, like, <laughs> because you're dropping all my. I, I, I feel like seats. that pervy guy at the bachelor party. It's like, okay, we're gonna get some. Yeah, bro, we're gonna get some. Dinner we'll get there, we'll get there. We're, we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna get some. Look, guys, we're in Vegas. We're gonna get some dinner, and then we're gonna gamble with it, and then the hooker. Yeah, yeah, and then we're gonna get to the hooker. <laughs> but just to get to the like the, the flow of the story, because I feel we're jumping way ahead. But this is the part where after the party, that's where Mahoney was like, "I'm, I'm out." I'm joking, he goes, "I'm out. Like I don't want to be here." Yeah. Like, and then the hair's like, "Cool, we're gonna call." You know, oh, judge he reads, to, okay. and he, he has, has to go because of his of the of his of his dad's old partner, yeah, dad's old friend. And then so he's like, so he's they're like, we're gonna call him and we're gonna explain to him. And you're gonna tell him you want out. And he goes, I'm 100 percent down for this plan. Let's get me out of here. And as like they're about to make the phone call, that's where the girl walks by again, and then like she waves and he waves, and then he's like, that was eh. before the party though, wasn't it? That was after the party. Mm-hmm. And then because and then that, that's like okay, cool. Like he decides he wants to be but, he wants to be part of the academy, and then. That's when they're like, Harris is like, I want these two fuckers out of here any way possible. And then that's like, okay, cool, got it. And they're going to do the inspections in the room. And that's when they get the hooker. Go ahead, Force. <laughs> so then they get the hooker, and the hooker's in their room. Uh-huh, a red-headed hooker. A red-headed hooker. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, you know, like, it was just like, a, okay. It was because she's more of a scarlet, you know, like. Scarlet, what? <laughs> yeah, like just because, yeah. like, yeah, because you know, all hookers have red hair. What? <laughs> no, it's just because, like, it's just like they they made it a point to have her wearing red, and she is a redhead, so it's just kind of like a. So they they I don't know. It just seemed it's like a Tackleberry's weird... room. It was Tackleberry, right? Because it was Tackleberry. It was Barbara's room. Barbara's room. That's right. So Barbara's like, hey, they got so they put a hooker in my room. So. He, because they paid her half to now and half later, her, yeah. And then he's like, and then he, do you want to like, do you mind if I smoke? And she's rolling up like a joint in the room, uh, and he's like, oh, two seconds, and that's where he goes to Mahoney. So, so Mahoney comes out and grabs the hooker and puts him and puts her like underneath the podium. Yeah, well, because like he's gonna take her off the thing. Cause, yeah. Like, but I like her little joke too. Is like, 
don't be pushing me, blah, blah, you creepo. He goes, no, I just like doing it outside. And she goes, oh, why don't you say so? And so I like, oh, no, I like doing it in weird places. And then she's like, oh, why don't you say so? And so she's all on board. And then um, that's when, like, the commandant's coming down. And like, oh, fuck. Coming down. And so he going, just goes into the auditorium. The auditorium. And they put her on the, they're both under the podium. Yeah. And so she's like, well, what's going to happen? Are you the one? No, no, no. He's going to be here in a moment. Yeah. So he, he's talking. He's like, and then so she's like, oh, okay, cool. And then, like, but she, as, as Mahoney's about to leave, like, they're the commandant and all the other officers, like, the head guys are all coming in to have this, like, meeting. meeting. And then so they both go underneath the podium. And then that's where the hooker blows the commandant yeah. while they're talking about a, a slideshow. It's like a slideshow. And, oh. But I like how, like, they're, like, he's like, and here you can see blah, blah, blah. And you just hear the zipper. I'm like, really? This is where we're going for it? Because <laughs> in my head, it's like, this is the, okay. But then as he's leaving, uh, it was so goot, disturbing. The goot sticks his head out. Hold on, hold on. It, was so, it was so disturbing. The fact that like, I'm watching an old man get a blowjob in this movie. And then, you think and then he's like, he goes, let's just take a quiet moment. Oh, okay, let's go outside. It may be a cigarette. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, part, but, that part was okay. But the part where, what's going on is just like, goot is just like looking out through like the mesh to see the audience but then like he hears what's going on and then he like does a slide turn around and he does like this like big eyed uh i don't want to be here oh that's so gross <laughs> it's so gross and awkward but then yeah and so as they're leaving the commandant is like ready to like leave and just like abandon it but he's like wants to know who was underneath the podium and that's where gutenberg just pokes his head out and he goes that was a lovely speech <laughs> then like that's where like but then that's my favorite part with the commandant where he's like back in his room and then so now the commandant has been like raped at this point is it I'm <laughs> and so um, he ends up telling Harris like uh, I want my honey out he was like why what did he do sir and he's like uh, something he did something to whom sir to who he goes ah uh, Somebody, I just want him out of here. This, this movie, but I'll, I'll also say this: this movie is worse on worse than checking in on characters than Harry Potter was. What are you talking about? You see the development of all these characters throughout the whole. But thing. They, they they check in on them at weird parts. And they jump like I, like I told you. I, I that was one of my yeah. things with Harry Potter. So even that. with this movie, the way it starts is like you get cheap dialogue or cheap script in the beginning saying cheap like anything in this movie what <laughs> saying like FYI the academy has been open to the public but nobody acknowledges it nobody tells you it's just kind of like we just see it we I'm just, just saying it was a long 96 minutes dude this was a long movie because I, I, to me I, I did long. not care about any of this whole situation no. I've been to the point where um, the moment this movie turned for me I'm like okay this is a good movie is the part where like after everything that's going on, after the so blowjob jokes, happening. So, yeah, this is this is where this is where I like this movie, okay. is when Mahoney and Barbara are in the cafeteria and they're uh, confronted by the two uh, foot guys of Harris, yeah, and then the henchmen, the henchmen, and then they're like you know telling Mahoney like oh like why don't you punch me? And he grabs mashed potatoes and gets him. He goes like that's what you want, just punch me. Like you want out? And then, like the guy's like no, like, I'm not gonna hit you. Because the moment he hits him, he's thrown out. And so it gets to the point where, like, it just escalates so much. And then, like, they're about to, like, fight it out. But they want Mahoney to throw the first punch. But Barbara grabs his lunch tray and smacks the guy in the face. And then that starts the big old fight. And then, like, now it's the the one of the, the lead henchmen and Mahoney in the commandant's office. And they're saying, well, which one of you threw the first punch? And then Mahoney's like, I did it. No, he said the guy, the henchman said Barbara did it. And even the guy is like, really? Like, what the fuck? Like this, because like that's where the beginning of his art is going to. Because you see him being a weak link the whole time. Hold on, there's all this shenanigans, right? But that's where his his arc is like coming in. You see it from there. There's a setup to his arc completion, and then like from that point, I'm like, okay, cool. Now we're actually getting to a story. And then like that's where Mahoney goes. Like, I'm the one who threw the punch. Fine, you're out of here. Kick him out. He's now on his means to completing his arc. The henchmen are just there, whatever. And it shows how corrupt the police department is because, like, they're lying to get their way. Mm-hmm. And then so at that point, you're like, okay, cool. This is where now the story's interesting. And then, like, that's where, like, Mahoney's kicked out. There's a riot going on because the idiot that 
the clutch the clutch is like not- which is super weird scene did you not think when like they were outside and the guys grabbing lunch and then like the black guy, the white guy, oh, yeah, or whatever, because they're walk all because they all go out. They all go out with patrolling, like, patrolling with a normal cop. Yeah, except for Lieutenant Harris takes Mahoney and just like leaves him in the country, like, no. leaves him up on a house in the, up in the country so he can run back home. Yeah, but then he's in the car later on because yeah. like, and then like there's that thing where um, Harris gets his head stuck up a horse's ass. Yeah. And then, so, like, that was, like, a... You, you <laughs> Police Academy, you've done it again. Yeah, that scene you did not need. But I think the only reason they did that scene is just so that they could have, uh... What's-his-face do a horse sound effect. Yeah. But other than that, like, it was just whatever. Mahoney's on his way out. The riot's happening. Oh, so, yeah, those guys are just standing outside the cop car, and they're just kind of, like, intimidating the cop, and, like, they don't know what's going on, and then they start to walk away... And, and, like then, the and then, like, the, the, the guy goes, here, I got you an apple. He goes, oh, great, thanks. And he just chucks the apple out the window. First off, that's littering, bitch. I believe that's basic <laughs> Police Academy cop 101. It's cop 101, bro. <laughs> yeah. And so it hits the guy and in the back of the fight. head yeah. and then starts that fight. But that's where I loved him. I'm like, fuck, yes. It's just the chaos is running wild because it just, it was just, like, one thing led to another thing, that which led into this, which a, a pinball machine goes rolling into something else. Then people are stealing TVs. People are fighting and rioting everywhere. And it was just like, this, like, I like how it just kind of showed how, like, just a riot was just bound to happen. And you're like, what the fuck is going on in this town? But tensions are so high. It's like Gotham. You know what I mean? And then so. It's, I'm sorry. It's like Gotham. This, this, city, this city needs the a Metro Batman. City and they got to... Steve Gutenberg. Oh, God, that makes like, such a great idea for a fucking <laughs> and so like a police academy like a police academy type story but a Batman comes in yeah that, that would be good like a tick oh fuck no that's, they've already done it no the tick because there's no cops in the tick no but it was like the if cop, you because the city was just superheroes and the tick was fucking the tick was tick, the tick was fucking the tick was fucking amazing uh. compared to this <laughs> yeah this was yeah this was kind of eh but then like I like how the commandant Confuses numbers all the fucking time. That's where I wasn't really sure how long these fuckers were going to be in the academy. Because at first he says 12 weeks. I'm like, three months? That's a long time for like a police academy. Then he says 24 months. I'm like, a year? Like, how's that even possible? And then, like, he's constantly just throwing numbers back and forth. So, like, who knows, whatever. But he sent everybody to 16th Street. I think eventually, like, in the movies, it's like, isn't there? I feel like there's a bit in these movies that happens eventually where he has a fish. The Commandant? Yeah. And like he's always like making he has a fish in this movie. So he has I a goldfish think, in this. Yes. He goes, Where'd you get that goldfish? He goes, I'm watching it for a friend. And, I think and he puts it off like, to the side. And I think that becomes like his thing. Oh, okay. That's a weird callback. Like, yeah, like he has the goldfish. Like the, the goldfish plays. I'm not gonna say a bigger role, but a role later on. That's weird. Like he gets into trouble because he's trying to watch this fucking fish or something. It's weird because I even thought it was weird that like he had a goldfish in this movie, not for the fact that he had a goldfish, but the fact that the water was so gross in that goldfish. I'm like, that's yeah, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so the, they send the the recruit, the cadets, to go do riot control, but they send him to the wrong part of the street. street. But then also, like the police, the riot has gotten so big that the police, the regular police, have now fled. They're yeah. just like let the city burn, but the the cadets are just down the street a couple blocks over and then the riders come over to them yeah and Mahoney sneaks on the bus yeah and to go to go help everybody which was a weird transition because you see him where he's like I'm not part of it but then he's dressed up in it and he's like but he's interacting well, with like, said, the like, cadets it, 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 I'm not saying that they don't I'm not saying that there isn't a beginning and a beginning and end to the arc but the middle is so just muddy like, it's, it's muddy like it's 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 it's, it's I know. I'm not doing that on purpose. <laughs> Here's the part. Here's the part. FYI. That's what it's doing. That is super annoying. How that? that <laughs> that's what this does. Okay. It's like, it's clunky and it's bad and it's... That's why I hit you every time you hit that table. Now we get into the point where like, it's just like, they pin, uh, what's her name? The love interest for Mahoney down. Kim Cattrall. Yeah. yeah. Behind a. Thompson. uh Yeah. Thompson's her name. Yeah. Yeah. 
behind this like this crate and they're shooting. But like damn, like those the those bullets are just like barely missing her like from where she's at. Because what happened was like out of everybody rioting, um, Harris gets his guns taken away from him by this like this this guy, mm-hmm. and then so he ends up like being kidnapped and like um, now Thompson's trapped down below. Um, the quiet one is hooks is like trying to figure out what's going on the the hot blonde lady Callahan Callahan she's a very kind of like stay put because there must be a back way out of here and like now the the recruits are now or the cadets are now taking charge and doing things the way that they need to like they're trying to like rather than just giving up and being where they are they're trying to like fix the situation that's where Steve Gutenberg runs across the alleyway climbs the fence trying to like find the guy and then trying to like trap him down and then because at this point like it's this whole movie's just just random happenstance is just aligned just perfectly you don't because, say because uh high tower hold on here's a part <laughs> go on high tower uh is now a florist because he got kicked out because hooks as we mentioned earlier yes. ran over that guy's foot and he called her the name, the name and, and then harris flipped over the car and, and got then, kicked out yeah and Hightower, so yes. high tower, and then so now he's a uh, florist, which is kind of like gentle giant. You know what I mean, kind of like a, he tells the guy that's holding like now Harris and Mahoney down, like he goes, "Hey, I just want to shoot. I just want to see you off these pigs." He goes, "All right, cool." And then like the guy invites him over to like murder these people, and then he's like, "Which one should I kill first? And then high tower goes up to Harris. He goes, "This one." Points <laughs> to him, and then as he's about to like turn around to like you know watch the murder, he punches the guy in the face, and he tumbles down the stairs. And you're like, saves the day. But it's just like a, I don't know. Like if this had such a, the movie felt like it was like Animal House kind of with the whole like fatish. Don't, don't don't because yeah don't, because there was don't. A, it was Animal House Don't. Part 2 is what this was. It was not It was Animal exactly House like Animal House. It was not exactly like Animal Great House. Great soundtrack. Go fuck shitty yourself. Shitty jokes. Go fuck yourself. And this is not Almost a panty raid, but not a panty raid. But it was a panty raid. There's no panty raids. In when Martine was visiting the girls' quarters, he was like having threesomes with everybody. Because he was sleeping with no, all I the know, girls I, on I that cadet. Yeah. I got the joke. Dressed as a woman. You remember that? I, I got the a joke. confident woman just walking down, walking down the halls with a little teddy and a little towel on her head. Yeah, so then we get to graduation. Hold on, we missed a part. Remember the part in the movie where there was boobs? Yeah. Where, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Mahoney. A movie from the 80s that yeah. had boobs? Go well, on. it was Mahoney and like he was st- standing outside the girl's shower watching them shower and like it's just like drinking a beer as if that's okay and then like Harris comes over and like yells at him for being, a, beer. for being a pervert and tells him yeah. to get the fuck out of there and then he takes the beer and then he just sits there and watches too it's like oh I'm sorry are you just above the rules like all the fucking police are I, I see where like they're trying to like do stuff but they're just like just sliding in like joke like sleazy jokes for no reason Force, why did you pick this movie I didn't pick this what? movie. You told me you hadn't seen it and asked if I'd seen it. What? And I was like, okay, let's watch Police Academy. Well, I, cause I figured, like, okay, you must have liked it. That's <laughs> yeah, why we exactly. picked it. Did you pick this? Fuck no, I didn't. <laughs> you picked this movie. I didn't when? Think, I never wanted to see this movie. You're full of shit. You just said it at the beginning. I've kind of seen these movies before. But... I, I had never seen these movies. So I was like, okay, well, Forrest must really like this movie. Because honestly, I wasn't really giving like up. These, I, I was ready to text you. Like, nah, I don't want to do this. I, I've seen four and five as a child. And I, and I remember liking those. I Actually, I saw five a lot. Five was on all the time, and then in that time, I found Center Out Live, and then four pops up, and it's fucking David Spade. And I'm like, oh, hey, I'll fucking watch this because David Spade's funny on Center Out Live. Interesting. You're saying you're saying all this shit as you're rocking a Police Academy T-shirt right now. I'm wearing a Tom Waits shirt, you piece of shit. (laughs) Interesting. I'm lying like the police. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I mean that that that's my (sighs) shit. Yeah. And um, everybody wins. Yeah, everybody, everybody has their arc, and then because because Hooks ends up like screaming in the middle of like, riot. Put that mother! Or what is she? She's kind of but she's like hands up, fuckers. Yeah, yeah it sounds screams and and she doesn't use she uses the loud Michael Jackson voice, I guess. Yeah, she uses the Tito voice. The Tito voice, <laughs> and then um, 
No, they all graduate. They all graduate. Um, it's insinuated that um, the Goot and Hightower. and, and Kim High Tower back in and the Goot and Kim Patrol are gonna hook up. Oh, right before that, though, that was a great little scene. Oh no, no, we well, we missed it because there was another callback to the Blue Oyster. Oh, where they have the where they the, have, the two guys in the whole riot. They're like they're trying to because oh, they they're they, running away from the riders and they run into a bar. And they they're run like, into the Blue Oyster. They're opening the doors and they, the only door that's open is the Blue Oyster. And then there's just music and like. And yeah. all the guys are in there like, hello, boys. And they close the door again. And like, <laughs> so they uh, go to... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so before... Oh, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. I just... You're skipping good moments in this movie. There are a few, and you're skipping over them. So there was a part where uh, Mahoney and uh, Kim are... Yeah, are making out just behind, like, these... Like a, a stand or, like, a, a bus or something, like, in between an area... And then the oh, commandant yeah, sees them. The he goes, "Hey, gentlemen, that's not appropriate." Or, uh, or yeah, something like that. Like, gentlemen, not here, not now. And then, like, they turn around and realize it's, uh, it's Thompson. Uh, yeah. He goes, "Oh, that's much better, Mahoney. Yeah. Much better." And then he's, he's he has a smile and he walks away. So then Mahoney's supposed to speak. So Commandant Lassard speaks because they give awards to Hightower and Mahoney. Yeah. And Hightower. Hightower's speech was amazing. Thanks. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Mahoney goes up there. I like his speech though. Go, uh, his uh, speech reminded me of as, a Homer speech. As he goes up there though, uh-huh. Commandant Lassard has a surprise for him. Yeah. Hold and on. it's the hooker underneath his podium. And as she's about to blow him, the goot looks back at him like, you son of a bitch. You sly <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> because he starts singing. He always starts singing. He starts pulling out his like thing. He goes, uh, I just like to address like the commandant and blah, 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 and the king of Norway. And he's just making this stupid long list of like yeah. names. Which is just, that reminds me of a Simpsons joke. I mean, just like, kind of just hitting all these random markers and just whatever. No, it does. It does. They reference this movie, or situations from this movie in The Simpsons all the time, and not just the one I've been quoting all day today. Why do you think we went to those police academy movies for fun? I didn't see anybody laughing, <laughs> except for the guy who made all the sound effects. But yeah, like the, like there's but there's there's a thing with movies that they always call back to this movie because it's like for whatever reason it's uh it's it a, was a thing like it was a thing, but it's also one of those I, you know honestly I feel like if airplane movies went on past two. They would be that thing. I think it would be airplane movies over Police Academy. Airplane movie. The airplane. The first one was great. Yeah. You didn't need the second one. No, that's what I'm saying. But I think if they did that, I mean, look. But I don't get why this continued for so long. If they're bringing money in. This is stupid. I don't like it. If it's a cheap comedy that you can just throw in somewhere, which is you know what, it is a cheap comedy because it's like it's basically you got no sets because they filmed on a mental. I saw that. Um, asylum. Asylum in, in Ontario, eh? Yep. And that, but that uh, that asylum now is a college. FYI. I saw that too as well. Stop I'm, reading what I read, Horace. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, really uh, I feel like overall, I, never have, I never have to watch another but police academy movie. Barbara's I, fight scene though was pretty dope. I liked it. For being what it was and the, like, the date that it was filmed, it was actually kind of elaborate. Where like he like yeah. he pulls out his gun on like the guys that used to pick on him, and he tells them to freeze. And he's like, you won't shoot us. And then he's like, he puts his gun away, and he pulls out his nightstick. And then it's like six guys coming up to him, and then like he just kind of like kung fu's his way through most of them. Which the fighting that he does is actually pretty, pretty awesome. And then I like how at one point he grabs like the long end of his nightstick and uses the hook to grab that guy's head in and just bash it into the door and then just. Grabs the hook and then just smacks his face with it. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. But then like the jug on that's like, you know, it's like, now you guys take all that furniture off your truck and put it back where it belongs. He goes, but it's our furniture. He goes, <laughs> he just fucking skedaddles. That was funny. It's a funny movie. It has funny parts to it, Force. I don't know what you're looking at me like that. I fucking love this movie. Only just to spite you how much you hate it. I changed my mind. I fucking love this movie. Greatest movie of all time. End quote.
I have a treat for you. Is it a treat, Jimmy? It is a treat. It is uh, part two of our Sandman series where we're going to cover the Sandman comic books, uh, volumes five through eight. Okay. So, get ready. Well, that's going to do it for the episode this week. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up at our Instagram at YHBlankThat. Or you can email us at YHBlankThat at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.